0: Bracken and Bell together.
1: There's Cooper breaking through. A chance now, this will be the fourth ball for Aberdeen. Cooper puts it in with... Well, suddenly it's become a rout. Of course, when things are going wrong against you, you don't get the breaks of the ball. Cooper in with Stewart. Hello and welcome to what is a bonus Here We Go podcast because we have progressed through to the Scottish Cup semi-final with a magnificent 2-0 win at Ibrox tonight. The home side left with absolutely nothing, aimlessly battering shots towards our goal all night. No game plan, no hope after Conor McLennan put his 2-0 up in the second half. Now joining me tonight, this will be entirely disjointed, it's 20 minutes after the full time whistle uh, and we're both high as a kite but Martin Clunas is with me. Hi Martin. How are
0: you doing Richard?
1: Yeah exceptionally well, exceptionally well. I think tonight the thing is that that went so to plan. Uh, Obviously the early goal gives us, just like it did in the league game at Ibox back in December, the early goal just gives us that Something to hang on to, and what a brilliant pass by Glenn Kamara! No wonder Aberdeen Hearts and Hibs all turned him down.
0: <laughs> it really is. Spoke about getting to work, getting to them early and pressing and putting pressure on them, and immediately, the two minutes and was it? Two minutes and forty-five seconds into the game, or something, you force a mistake from a guy who hasn't been there that long. No, still probably no, still probably finding his feet there, and it's brilliant to do that to them. Just force them into making a mistake. Lovely set up. Great finish by McGinn You know when McGinn's In that kind of position He very rarely misses That's the That's the kind of thing You want You want that ball Falling to somebody Like Niall McGinn He was never an upscorer In that chance Straight away Three minutes in We find ourselves ahead As usual And it just It just It went to play. It went perfectly to plan I thought McInnes Got absolutely spot on He knew they were going to see loads of the ball. He knew they were going to have spells of the game where we were going to be under the cosh. And he just, he he, he managed it just perfectly.
1: It's really good for McGinn. That burst to get away from Tavernier, I mean, okay, an appalling defender. But also, yeah, just the calmness (laughs) and the composed finish as well, which again we saw with Conor McLennan for the second goal, which we'll come to later. Then I thought in terms of Set up, obviously, we were always going to sit deep we were always going to seed a lot of possession, but we were going to double up out wide, to try and stop them uh, creating too much down there, rely on the fact that in their midfield they 've got a couple of sitting players and Kamara and Jack who are not very creative. Ask, obviously, Dean Campbell, 17, first start, ask him to do a job in Arfield. Scott Arfield gets taken off after an hour. Uh, that tells you everything you need to know about Dean Campbell's performance, I think. And really, Joe's not tested for that entire first half, is he? I,
0: I think I think I said this on, on the podcast we did like three days ago, but Joe could take his gloves off. And he could probably stick them back in the packet for all he had to really use them. Especially the first half, he barely had a thing to do. For as, for as much of the ball as they saw, No, we defended so well. I mean, I I don't really want to single out any of the defenders, to be honest, because I thought the, the back four, I thought, were absolutely sensational tonight. Absolutely.
1: But to be honest, every single time there's a high ball out into that box, Scott McKenna was on the end of it. He was magnificent. Andy Constantine was magnificent. Morales's behaviour all night was an absolute <laughs> disgrace. He got booked for driving early on. He could quite easily have had two or three more. Just a total disgrace. Uh, and there's one late on which really should be one for the compliance officer, as well as Connor Goldson's assault on Connor McLennan towards the end, which should absolutely... Um, be followed up with tomorrow morning because let's be honest, Kevin Clancy lost the run of things. Eight yellow cards for Aberdeen players.
0: Whether it's the most, you know, died of the wool, true blue bear, or whoever they want, wants to try and tell me that that was a dirty game and that was a. I think I think they had three, so that was an eleven booking game. It's like you cannot convince me that that was an eleven booking game. That is an absolute nonsense. And then you mentioned the two incidents towards the end. You know, the the, the pathetic dive right at the end from uh, Morelos, and, that, and as you say, the assault on McLennan by, by Goldson, which I don't even think he got a booking for. Uh, no. And that is just the thing of, they know, fine, we've lost this, it's over, and they're just trying to take, take someone with them. And I thought, was the ele- no, G- Goldson left that in on McLennan just thinking, I'll take him out now. That was, that was absolutely, no, it was an assault. It was disgusting.
1: Yeah, the and- behaviour of a spineless man who got absolutely found out tonight yet again. And the start of the second half, obviously we'd been ahead in the first game at halftime and let them score a very cheap goal early on in the second half. But it was, again, it was solid, it was resolute, there was concentration levels were so high and it's a really, really nice move for the second goal. And once again, the finish—just you see, gets the whites of the keeper's eyes. There's no rush. There's no panic. It's just slotted underneath him.
0: Yeah, I mean, you see him bearing down on the keeper from outside on the on the right hand side, and he's got nothing, nothing in his mind other than on taking him on and scoring there. And it was, it was another really, really good finish. We raved about the all the young players we have the other day. And I, you know, we, we kind of have to do it again because you look at the look at the young players on the pitch tonight. You no, know, McLennan was just so good, Dean Campbell just so good. It's so much to look forward to going forward going forward with this team. But just that finish to seal the game at two nil. No, mclennan had had finished that game for us. They were never coming back. That was a team that after two after the second goal were well and truly beaten.
1: I think after I was gone. I mean, this just shows the sort of difference, I think, between what a seasoned manager would do and what the rookie and the home dugout did. But to remove a guy like Arfield who's probably your most creative player and just go Hail Mary, basically, with three up front. It was crazy, wasn't it? it? It kind of almost made it so easy for us just to sit back and deal with the long balls that were coming after that
0: you know exactly what's coming. You know, Lafferty comes on, so you've got Lafferty there, and they're going to put long balls up to him, he's going to try and nod them down for Defoe and Morelos. And they did it, and no, it was just, it was so obvious. And the thing is, I'm actually like, I actually quite, well, before he went there, I actually quite like Gary McAllister. I think, you know, he talks, when he was, when he was on, he used to be on BT Sport, he used to talk a really good game. But, I mean, you would think that he's the one controlling the tactics and controlling the what the, what that team does. But it just seems to be that they don't have a clue. Considine and McKenna just controlled everything in the air for that for the first sixty-five minutes. So they thought, oh, we'll put on we'll put on a big guy and we'll just keep going the same way. I thought it was to- it was totally brainless from them, and it just it played exactly in our hands. McKenna, no, McKenna just absolutely no, he coasted through that game at most
1: parts. And just finally, uh, Martin, just the away support tonight. Only 972 tickets as we know, but throughout the night, totally outsung the home fans. They had a banner up tonight saying, you'll know us by our noise. Nah, we'll know you by the ranks of empty seats 20 minutes before the end of the game. We'll know you for your tenancy to absolutely give up on your clubs. The 972 Aberdeen fans in their way end, and the, I dare say the few smattered in the home ends, hats off, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, you were absolutely magnificent, and I hope you have a safe journey back tonight. Martin, thank you for joining me. Um, this has definitely been, well, the shortest, but also uh, the most pleasurable podcast we've done in a while for tonight. Martin, thank you again.
0: No, thank you, Richard.
1: And uh, to every Dons fan out there, I hope you enjoyed it even one hundredth as much as I did tonight, because I fucking loved it. Good night.